might have a mom, she might be the bomb But ain't nobody got a mom like mine Her love's till the end, she's my best friend Ain't nobody got a mom like mine She's my world, she's my up guys Amber Stewart here and you are listening to Broken and Beautiful the podcast. Thank you for joining us on week six as we talk about family dynamics. This is sort of a part two continuation of last week. Once again, I want to thank our audience for listening. Please tell all of your friends and family about this podcast. I want to get it out to as many ears as I possibly can. If you go on our website at online. You can go to the podcast section. I have the transcript for our first episode so that you can read it if you would like to. You just go on our website to the podcast section and hit read transcript. It'll take you right there. I'm trying to get transcript written down so that everybody can read if they can't understand me, they can just read it. And I am not doing that alone. I have my dear friend, Jim Chappelle. I hope I said that right, brother. But his name is Jim Chappelle. Or is it Chappelle? I don't know. Anyway, he's awesome. And he is helping me convert this hot hat into tech for your enjoyment in case you cannot understand something in the episode just go to our transcript but we only have the first episode transcript out now we're trying to do the rest for you guys once again I say this every episode if you would like to donate financially to support this podcast, you can do so by going to our listener support page, which I will have a link to in the about section of this episode. Do not feel like you have to support us financially, but any donation is appreciated because it does take a lot of time and energy and resources to try to produce the best quality podcast for you guys. So with that being said, we're going to jump right in to our two misconceptions because every week we is two misconceptions or stereotypes that people have 
Because ladies and gentlemen, we do not like snowflake. It's a little Okay, I'm just saying. Like, is you awesome? You're awesome. Is you shot? How are you shot? What happened? But if you are not disabled, then you should really get to know somebody before you think any different of them. If you think they're awesome or if you think they're not so awesome, you should just get to know them. Just like we get to know you. And then you should just that. But don't just try to that say that every disabled person is Angel or Anyway, 
And so this is a, a challenge for it, but how to be disabled because if you let me and you feel everything and you can feel whether you're not in the right position because if I'm not in the right position, it hurts my hips, it hurts my back, it hurts my legs. So to have a wheelchair that is hard and fit just for me, it's nice. So I don't necessarily consider myself wheelchair bound. I am wheelchair bound. I have that I am blessed to be able to get around with a wheelchair. Because wheelchair bound is sort of a meditative connotation. It's very clean. It helps with your Right. Up until you were about 14. I think it was 16 hours a week we had. Right. right. Which is, as we know now, nothing, basically. You helped us all with me, and we have so many memories together. I can't really share a story of raising me that the audience might enjoy. What about that time that we were in the studio? Did not listen. Was that the case? Okay, so, yeah. She was three 
and had just recently gotten a new wheelchair. And I said, Amber, don't drive away from me. Stay with me. And every time I would turn around, Amber was zooming down the aisle somewhere else. So finally, we couldn't find her. So her brother and I were looking everywhere. I don't know. I she lost us. And this woman said, are you looking for a little girl in a wheelchair? She's over there crying. So I went over and got her and I brought her back and I said, when you get home, you're going to get it. So when we got home, I said to, I got her out of her wheelchair and I said, the next time we go to the store, are you going to stay with me? And she said, maybe I will. And so I precisely turned her over my knee and followed her little butt good. And the next time we went to the store, she stayed with me. How about that? about that? I had a mother tell me one time, she said, there's some people who don't like disabled children. There's some people who don't like brats, but nobody likes a disabled brat. So we had to discipline Amber just like we did if she were healthy. Right, I think it really needs a lot of discipline, right? I mean... You probably needed more than you got, just so you know. No, yes. Yeah, one time I put the head in the locker and killed him. I let him out for five hours. That was it. I mean, what time? Well, you know what? We could spend a whole day telling stories about all that I did. Okay, I'm not that bad, are you? He forgets all the sins. Yeah. The difference is, Mama doesn't. No, no, no. All right. Let's talk about your faith. You have been sort of such a emotional roller coaster of life. First, you lost Jesus, and then he had my brother, brother, or Matt, to the rest of the world. And then, you know, the Lord saved the best for last. And they hear me, and I'd like to know if your faith ever wavered during the whole time. We had a lot of. Yeah, I don't think my faith ever wavered. My faith never wavered whether God could heal you. I knew he could, but I was pretty sure he wasn't going to. And as far as my faith in God, it never wavered. And I will tell you this, through the trials and the sad times and the hard times that we've had, one of the things that I've reminded myself so many times was the story about Job when Satan went before God and said, have you thought of my of your servant Job. He only serves you because of the good time. And God put his hand of protection around Job and allowed Job to be tested. So I always felt like that it was a blessing to be tested because obviously Satan had a problem with me and I was never going to turn my back on God. Did you have any regret? I was looking on the internet and I saw the started. And it was my special needs mother. And she said, I love my child, but I hate being a special needs mom. And that just hurt my heart. Remember when we, when you were little, there was a story that went around called Holland. And it was a story about a mother who got on a plane thinking that she was going to Paris. And she fell asleep. And when she woke up, she had landed in Holland. And Holland was this beautiful place with beautiful tulips and wonderful people. It was not Paris where she thought she was going to be. But nonetheless, it was such a beautiful place. It was a perfect place. And she loved where she was, even though it wasn't where she expected to be. And that's kind of my life. You uh, are so special now. What? 
I feel like I'm going to make answer already, like, what drives you to know every day and do everything that you do for our family, for me? Well, let's have a lot of drive. And the um, joy of the Lord is my strength. So I get my strength from the Lord. And I think what another thing that I've been asked many times is, I, I couldn't do that. If I, I don't know how you do it. Well, how else? What else would you do? All you can do is what you can do. And that's what I've done all my life, just what I can do. And if it sometimes it was a lot and sometimes it wasn't, but I always did everything that I knew to do. Can you share with us when you're Mama Bear stories? Mama Bear stories? Well, I can, I can tell kind of a funny Mama Bear story. Yeah. So one day Amber went into the hospital and the doctors at DuPont, which is where she went when she was little, um, it was the youngest, newest doctors, and then it went to the um, to the oldest doctor. So the very first doctors who would come in would be um, residents, would be residents. And um, we we later found out that the longer the coat is, the longer you've been in the hospital. So we've learned that the short coats mean you haven't been there very long. So we would always have to start with the newest doctors. And then we would go to the next level and then the next level. And usually by about the fourth level of doctors, we would finally get the, the main doctors. So um, one particular hospital stay, Amber had just recently went in. I think she had the flu that. And so the doctors came in and he was a new doctor and he wanted to look in Amber's throat. So he looked down her throat and when he got all done, he looked at me with big eyes and said, oh my gosh, she has the biggest tonsils I've ever seen. And I laughed at him and I said, well, that's funny. She doesn't have any tonsils. So that was one of our funny stories. We have have so many. But I do know that I have to be an advocate for Amber all the time because she can't be an advocate for herself. And so I've spent a lifetime with her and I know what's best for her, even though I'm not a doctor. Um, I told her. One doctor I told one time, I said, you might have MD after your name, but I have MOM after mine. And we weren't agreeing on something and MOM won. Yeah, he does. He but I can do it and still be kind. Yes, right. Sometimes it is difficult because doctors or other medical people seem to think that has been with me in and out for 32 years now. And I said, her was everything in me. Um, my research suggests that there is a lot of anxiety among mothers, especially mothers raising disabled children. Is there any kind of advice that you could offer well, I already told you that my strength comes from the Lord. And if you don't have strength from the Lord, you're probably going to struggle even more. I don't know that there's a lot more. I mean, when you're sick and in the hospital, yes, there's a lot of it. But I wouldn't be want to be raising young children in this world, whether they were healthy or not right now. it's it's There's going to be a lot of anxiety. So I don't know that it's 100% accurate that um, I don't think it's accurate to say that just because you have a special needs child, your anxiety is high. Yeah, but do you feel like it is a struggle? It has your heart to deal with 
you know, not very bad, like it's always there, and nurses, and people who all out, and... I just think I've done it for so long. Right, right. It just is what it is, and we just deal with it. And, uh, and you know what I'm fighting on. Don't say no. You know. Sometimes I probably do. No. But I just love you so much, and I feel privileged to be your daughter. Last week, Daddy was over here, and he said, you don't get to choose the family that you're going to. And I said, but the Lord knew that I needed you. Right, he sure did. Um, and I'm glad he, he chose the family that you were with. Yeah, and I think you are one of the most amazing women I ever pretty much. You're a little biased. Uh, I can be biased. You're a little biased. He has never, ever left me when I need you the most, And I will never be able to repay you for that. But I've the rest of my life yeah, for you. Well, I feel the same way about you. I love you. Thanks for being here. Oh, my <laughs> Maybe we can do it here. Thanks. We can market your real estate uh, business that is perfectly a service. For a ladies and gentlemen, Alex Stewart, for all your house finding needs. Right, exactly. Uh, all right. Thank you, Mama. I love you. I am so happy and thankful that Mama was able to join us today. That was very special. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Now, we are coming to a close now, but I wanted to share just a few packages of scripture with you guys, because I like to do that. The first passage is Proverbs 31, verses 25 to 30. And I believe this is the English standard version I know. I feel like a rebel. But anyway, this says, uh, strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you should ask them all. I think that is such a beautiful passage of scripture for mothers that are walking in the way of the Lord, and especially for my mother. She has been through so much with me, and on her own as well, and she does not complain. She just does what she's supposed to do, and she's just amazing at everything she does. A mother passage of scripture I want to share is Philippians 4, 11 to 13, and this is Abby. I know I'm such a rebel today, but it says, I am not saying this because I am in me, for I have to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is 
to the image and never is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who is me right. And I believe that if there are any special needs here at Listeners of this, that verse was for you. That passage of scripture is for you. So, so it is for 11 to 13. Because honestly, it seems like that parents who do exceptionally well raising disabled children all have one thing in common. And that is that they have faith in God. If you don't have faith, you're not going to eat anywhere, and you're not going to be able to handle comes at you in a way that literally if you believe in God and have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So I have looked online, and there are several different support groups for disabled mothers or mothers raising disabled children. One is a Facebook group called Disability Moms Living Young, and it is a free supportive group for moms and any female caregivers of a child with medical, developmental, mental health, or any other additional needs or disabilities. And you can connect with that Facebook group. Just look up Disability Mom with his yarn on Facebook, and it should come right up for you. There are some other Facebook groups I found for special needs matters. I know there's some controversy on whether we should use the terminology special needs or disabled. I don't really care. I know I have special needs. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it waiting for saying that I have special needs. So if you do a search for special needs parent group on Facebook, there's a lot of really great resources. Um, one is the special needs parenting group that also has a lot of members to support each other and a lot of sharing and bearing one another's burdens. If you are a mother to a special needs child, I want to personally thank you for everything that you do. God shows you to be the mother of your child. It wasn't an accident. It was ordained by God. And you are very special, and you have a very special gift that not many people have. You are left with the responsibility of caring for a 
disabled child and maybe that seems crazy that I say blessed to be that, but you are because you will experience things and see things in a whole different light with a disabled child and you will ultimately be better for it. As long as you don't use it to get better. Use it to get better. You will see that life is so beautiful and it's a miracle. And special needs mothers are definitely they have a heart of yours. But they can stand up for their children. Or maybe it's you like nobody else. And if you are a special beast, mother, thank you for everything you do. If you yourself have special needs and you are blessed to have like mine, share with her, appreciate her, thank you for her every day. Remember that our mother and our father don't necessarily have to take care of us. They have to in our facility, but they help because they love us. And that is a special kind of love that you will not find anywhere outside of a disabled family. So on that note, if you would like to tell me what you think about the show, I would love to hear. Please email me and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye for now.